Welcome back to Money Mile. I'm your host, Justin Waller, and Money Mile is where you share a mile with us and we help you live a better life. We are here to help active people looking forward to an active and phased financial independence and who are ultimately interested in leaving a meaningful legacy. This is the third of five foundational steps to financial fitness. From our last episode, you had the homework of deciding on one smart thing you can do with your money and implement it. How did that go? What did you decide on? I would love to hear from you and hear more about your journey. Please feel free to email me at info at wallerfc.com. There are literally thousands of things you can do to build wealth. I have found the most successful strategies have three factors in common. And that's what we're going to talk about today in foundation number three, build wealth systematically. When these factors are combined, good things can happen in a relatively short amount of time. The first factor here is start small. The path to building wealth is not typically a few giant leaps. It is more often a lot of small steps. You are likely better starting small and increasing over time. And we all have to start somewhere, right? In today's landscape, you can start with as little as $25 a month into a low-cost, diversified investment portfolio, and if you are more focused on the debt reduction side of things, you can start with even less than that. Every little bit helps, and you can start a strategy and add to it later. So, get started. I don't think that most new runners should start out running 26 miles. If most of us started that way, I think there would probably be a lot fewer runners. If you haven't been running for a while or just getting started, the best practice is to start small and build up. Start by walking around the block and work your way up to a run-walk strategy around your neighborhood, whatever it takes. Building wealth is very similar. Start small and work your way up. You could start by investing $25 per month and work up to investing thousands each month, but it's a good idea to get started somewhere. Second part, save automatically. You may have heard the phrase, pay yourself first, and this is what it's all about. Make saving an automatic part of your monthly spending plan. Every month when you are paying bills, make sure you are saving. A cash reserve is a great place to start, and once you have accomplished a comfortable cash reserve, you can start building wealth for your future. You may want to refer back to foundation number two for additional details on cash reserves, as it is one of the smartest things that you can do if that is what you need to focus on first. If your employer provides a retirement savings plan, like a 401k, 403b, etc., this can be a great strategy. Start small and save money out of every paycheck. There are many different types of employer plans, so don't get too hung up on the differences, just start saving something. With many employer-sponsored plans, they might even pay you to save. If your employer is going to pay you to save through a matching contribution, this makes it even better. If you are self-employed, you can look at setting up your own savings plan. You should consider talking with a competent financial planner to help you pick which business plan is most appropriate for your needs. If you don't think you're ready for that, consider saving automatically into a savings account or a traditional IRA. There's no reason you can't start there. The key here is to make it happen automatically. My general framework for starting savings plans is as follows. You want to start with your cash reserve and make sure you have a stable foundation. Then you'll want to move on to any employer-sponsored plan that involves matching contributions. Once you've contributed to the matching contribution maximum, 
Then you can shift gears to a Roth IRA if you're eligible. Then once you've maximized the contributions to your Roth IRA, you can switch back to the employer-sponsored plan to maximize your contributions into those plans. Once you've done that, you still have the option of contributing to a taxable investment account, which doesn't have a cap each year on how much you can contribute. So this is the framework uh, that I would suggest for starting your savings plan, thinking about where you're at. Now, I typically suggest people start with diversified, low-cost portfolio. You can refer back to episode 7, Invest Like a Triathlete, for more information there. Please keep in mind that I am not providing specific recommendations for you and your situation, as I don't know you and you don't know me. This information is intended as an educational framework that I hope will help you make better decisions for yourself. If you need help finding the right investments for you and the right accounts, I recommend reaching out to the National Association of Personal Financial Advisors or the XY Planning Network. I'll put links in the show notes for both of those resources. The third part of the conversation for today is continuously improve. There are lots of different ways that you can improve your situation. Whether you just started investing or you've been doing this for decades, you can always look for ways to improve. For example, every month or quarter, you can reevaluate the amount that you're saving. This might be increasing from $25 per paycheck to $50 per paycheck, or it might be going from $1,000 to $1,050. If you're able to ratchet up the amount you can save every year, you will likely be better off in the future. So looking for those opportunities to improve. Another way to improve your investment portfolio is to add an additional type of investment. If you started with a large company investment, like an S&P 500 type investment, perhaps it might be a good idea for you to add a small company investment or maybe something for foreign investments, something that's not based in the U.S. If you are getting closer to your financial independence, perhaps it's more important for you to add more bond funds to your portfolio. Perhaps you could start a new investment on the bond side. There are lots of ways to improve your situation, so I highly recommend you continuously monitor and look for additional opportunities. Another great way for you to improve your financial situation is to look at those incremental changes that happen throughout your life and adjust accordingly and take advantage of those opportunities. So the example that I'm thinking of here is, let's say you just paid off your home. So it's finally gone, you're you're mortgage debt free. What are you gonna do with those additional resources? Some people might look at that as an automatic vacation fund or ways to save additional funds for something fun. But if you look at that and don't just assume that, hey, well, that money is going to get spent somewhere. If you give those dollars a purpose, you're going to take advantage of that and put yourself in a better situation. You might significantly increase your degree of financial independence by paying off that mortgage. And the same thing would apply for any debts that are paid off, such as paying off a car, paying off student loans, whatever it might be take a proactive step and look at a way to improve your financial situation when those life events happen and when those financial things change. What we have discussed so far is not what one of my friends would call rocket surgery. Uh, Hopefully you get the joke there. The point is that it's not tremendously complex, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's easy either. Saving money for the sake of saving is not exactly an easy process. Having a clear vision of why you are building wealth makes this process a great deal easier. Is it being financially independent next year or 10 years from now? Is it buying the first house or the vacation home near the grandkids? Once you have an idea of what you are saving money for and what you're working for, 
saving money becomes much easier. It gives you the power of comparison. For example, do you want to save money? Well, maybe or maybe not. But from a comparison perspective, do you want to save money so that you can buy the house or the car or pay for educational expenses, become financially independent, whatever it is that's important for you? Now you have something to compare it to. Saving money for a purpose versus spending money on a, a new gadget. Or uh, would you rather add another race to your schedule? When you think about those different things, if you can compare it to something, then that will give you a lot more decision-making power in how you want to do something. Saving money for the sake of saving money is difficult. The ability to compare something to your goals makes that savings process much easier. If you are making an educated and knowledgeable decision, you will likely make better decisions than just reacting to whatever you might be faced with financially. This is very similar to an endurance athletic component as well. If you are preparing for an Ironman, you may not bounce out of bed every morning for every workout. But the vision of racing that event some days, weeks, or months down the road and finishing with a result that you are proud of might be what helps get you through those tough workouts and get you out of bed on those cold winter mornings. Your finances are very similar. You will experience challenging times in both the accumulation and enjoyment phases of your life. But having a vision of your future that you are working towards will help you make better short-term decisions. If you do not have a clear vision of what you're trying to accomplish financially, consider talking with your friendly local fee-only financial planner. Next time, I'll review financial fitness foundation number four, using debt wisely. Please keep in mind, these are not specific investment recommendations as this is an educational format. I likely still don't know you from a hot rock, so please talk with your financial planner to obtain specific financial planning and investment advice relevant to you and your situation. There are risks involved with everything. Do not invest in anything you do not understand. Refer to an investment prospectus for additional details on specific investments. We are here to help active people looking forward to an active, phased financial independence and ultimately leaving a meaningful legacy. I hope this has been a valuable time invested for you. And as with most things, what you do is more important than what you know. So we're going to talk about a bit of homework for today's episode. I shared some suggestions with you on how to build wealth systematically. As your homework, I would like you to think of one way that you can improve upon what you've implemented from last episode. Last time, you should have implemented one smart idea with money. Now, with this episode's homework, I want you to improve upon that idea by improving it somehow. You can increase your monthly investment, you can add an additional investment to your portfolio, you could add a different type of account, whether it be Roth IRA or whatnot. Uh, you could develop a plan of how you will improve it when something else happens, like your next raise. All of those things count, but I want you to think about what you are going to do to improve what you've already got in place. Once you've decided on how you're going to improve your strategy, email me at info at wallerfc.com and let me know how you are going to improve your financial situation by building wealth systematically. That's your homework for this episode. Keep in mind, if you work out, everything else will too. And I look forward to talking with you again next time on Money Mile.